on SAFM. A very good day to you, Mzansi. Welcome to Otherwise on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Shadow Twala. Hazel Makuzeni produces the show, and our technical producer for today is Derek Fordyce. Our contact details are 0892 10 Email otherwise at safm.co.za. Tweet at otherwise SAFM or at Shadow Twala. On the show today, we reflect on African Month. Has it achieved what the Department of Arts and Culture set out to achieve? What have we learned and how do we continue to embrace the ideals of African Month throughout the year? I'm hoping that the Minister of Arts and Culture will guide us and share his thoughts with us. I'm also going to open the lines for you to engage with Minister Natim Tretta on 0892 10 Today is also Bipolar Awareness Day and Naz- Nazia Ismail invites us to the various events taking place around the country. But first, our lunch bite for today. In February, the Arts and Culture Department has called on South Africans to learn the African Union anthem in an effort to curb xenophobia. So I thought I'd read the lyrics to you. And here they are. Let us all unite and celebrate together. Let us all unite and celebrate together. The victories won for our liberation. Let us dedicate ourselves to rise together, to defend our liberty and unity. O sons and daughters of Africa, flesh of the sun and flesh of the sky, let us make Africa the tree of life. Let us all unite to sing together. To uphold the bonds that frame our destiny, let us dedicate ourselves to fight together for lasting peace and justice on earth. O sons and daughters of Africa, flesh of the sun and flesh of the sky, let us make Africa the tree of life. Let us all unite and toil together to give the best we have to Africa, the cradle of mankind and fount of culture. Our pride and hope at break of dawn, O sons and daughters of Africa, flesh of the sun and flesh of the sky, let us make Africa the tree of life. And it is sung to this tune. We will be speaking with the Department of Arts and Culture, Minister Natim Teta, but I also would like you to participate and call us on 0892 10 What has African Month meant to you? It's all we almost at the end of it. And how do we continue throughout, um, you know, the rest of the year until next year? Because it's going to be an annual event. It was launched for the first time this year. And... Uh, you know, uh, some people are feeling insecure. Who is African and how do I become part of Africa Day and how, or African Month rather, and, uh, you know, how do we grow from here to, 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 to create markets also around the continent. You know, we've got all these festivals and how do we use our bilateral uh, agreements with the rest of the continent to, to continue 
to, um, you know, embrace each other. And, and, you know, was this in response to xenophobia? Uh, we will find out when, when the, you know, minister joins us. But also, how can we advance the economic potential of the arts to stimulate entrepreneurship uh, and, and, and thus creating job opportunities? These are some of the questions that I think are pertinent for us to ask uh, during this time. But... Um, I know the minister's just gotten off a flight, so in the meantime, we'll take a little break and come back, and hopefully then he can join us. Otherwise, on SAFM. Okay, we are Africa, opening the doors of learning and culture from Cape to Cairo, and this is what the month of may uh was 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 uh created and 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 you know according to the department of arts and culture and it was going to be a month-long program with which features all aspects of arts culture and heritage and that would have been celebrated uh through a variety of activities under that theme and of course it was also aimed at supporting the african union 2015 theme women empowerment and development towards agenda 2063 did you feel it um i'm thinking you know when the world cup was here the 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 the, the football soccer world cup was here philip was here and we felt him but did we feel this or are still feeling it the same way we were supposed to well, I know that uh, my Minister of Arts and Culture has just landed at Cape Town International. As soon as he gets into his car, we'll be chatting to him and hopefully he can answer all these questions for us because, uh, you know, uh, we want to know if it achieved what it was set out to achieve. And uh, I remember listening to one of the breakfasts he had uh, during this month as part of all the activities that were happening. Some people were feeling insecure and say, listen, you know, it's Africa Day, but who is African and how do I become part of this movement? Movement. And is everybody living in Africa African? Yes, I say so. But why are other people feeling insecure about Africa Day? And how do we embrace them and bring them into the fore, whoever those people are? And if there are people that are feeling insecure, but there was a phone call to the television station at the time. Somebody says, I'm white, but I don't know how, you know, is this part of my my, my, my celebration as well, Africa Month, and, and and those kinds of things. So how do we how do we overcome that and bring people to the fore? These are some of the things we'll talk to him about. But in the meantime, let's take a slow drive with Steve Gekan. Minister, thank you, thank you, uh, uh, and, and thanks to your listeners. Mr. Mteto, how was your flight? The flight was, was fine, except that when we were landing here, <laughs> the weather is. Uh, Shock and cheese compared to how thing where we come from. Well, you know, it's always a blessing when it rains, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. Uh, and Cape Town is uh, Cape Town's weather is known. It's very famous <laughs> uh, with with its moon. <laughs> now, before before you joined us, I, I played the African Union anthem. And, and read through through the words. And I remember in February you asking us uh, to learn the African Union anthem uh, in, in an effort to curb xenophobia. Have we made strides in that regard, do you think? Yes, we have. Actually, um, the, the primary schools across the, the country they are engaged in competition and, and uh, with other uh, primary schools uh, where they are learning the, the song. 
I, I, I'm afraid that uh, the younger ones are going to be ahead of the of the older generation. But uh, from that point, uh, there is focus uh, with the general population. Uh, I think we still have uh, uh, some way to go because. Uh, Unlike the schools, uh, here you have people who are together most of the time and they are able to uh, take them through uh, on the song itself. And what is important about uh, the, the other is, is the message uh, which uh, is giving us, uh, just tracing uh, where we come from as a continent and also giving hope uh, to the future. Mm-hmm. urging all of us to do everything in our power and uh, to ensure that uh, our continent prospers. Mm. Minister, was, was, was Africa Month also um, in response to the spate of xenophobia that we, we've recently experienced in the country? Not at all. It wasn't going to be humanly possible to put up such a, an ex- program uh, for the month uh, if uh, things happen. By the way, we launched it. We launched Africa Month before uh, the, the attacks which we saw because we started planning uh, about it last year. Uh, it took us months to plan uh, for, for Africa Month because Africa Month uh, basically uh, is the is, uh, the festival of ideas um, using art and culture uh, for exchange uh, on the program itself. Mm. And we, 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 we thought it would be important uh, to put into context the road we have traveled so far as a continent, uh, going back to when our continent was lies and divided into pieces. Uh, by the Red Congress of Berlin in, in 1884, 85, mm. and uh, with the advent of Pan-Africanism uh, by the foremost leaders uh, in the continent, in the U.S. and in the Caribbean, mm. uh, we were looking at how far we've come, and uh, with the the OAU coming into picture and playing its role of decolonizing the, the continent and emphasizing unity amongst the Africans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today, looking at the challenges of today, that what do we say? What does the, the AU say? Uh, and how do we ensure that the people of our continent are part and parcel of the very aspiration? which uh, forms the core of the program of uh, the AU Agenda 2063. So we, we, we plan for this. Uh, we uh, believe that uh, this is the best way of uh, conscientizing our society through education. And we dedicate the whole month. Uh, this year was the inaugural month. Our, our, our vision is that Africa Month is going to be celebrated every year, every May. And uh, if our plan 
go according according to what we, we, we dream. We are going to rotate in Africa man, throughout the continent. Uh, already uh, we've uh, been interacting uh, with our counterparts mm-hmm. uh, from elsewhere in the continent. And uh, we shared a taking our discussion uh, tomorrow, I mean yesterday, when we opened uh, the Pan African Cultural Congress, mm-hmm. the fourth one uh, in Johannesburg yesterday. So, indeed, this African man is not a South African celebration of Africa, but it's Africa celebration of, 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 of herself with all the players, with all the countries involved there. So for us, uh, we think that uh, we are on the path of really conscientizing and reconnecting with the rest of the continent of South Africa because for a very long time, South Africa has been isolated. We have joined the global world now, but uh, there are still a lot of things which uh, we need to learn. Minister, your theme, We Are Africa, opening the doors of learning and culture from Cape to Cairo. Can you unpack that for us? Because, you know, arts and culture played a major role in the liberation struggle. And, and, you know, one wants to understand, for instance, our schools, especially, are not being taught um, arts and culture as a subject. But while you think about that, Minister, I want you to stay on the line. We're taking news headlines, and we'll come back to continue this discussion afterwards. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Otherwise, on SAFM. My guest is Minister Natim Tetra, Minister of the Department of Arts and Culture, and I'm opening your lines. If you'd like to uh, 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 pose a question to the Minister, 0892102010, so I don't want to hold him really to myself. Minister, you know, we're talking about the theme of opening doors and learning and culture from Cape to Cairo, and I'm wondering how the Department of Arts and Culture and maybe the Department of Education um, could work together to bring arts and culture back into our schools. But maybe that's not what you meant by opening the doors of learning and culture from Cape to Cairo. Can you unpack that for us? Well, uh, you're so correct, uh, uh, The Arts and culture has not only played a key role in uh, our struggle for freedom and democracy, but itself is a very potent weapon the world over in the hands of humanity Mm -hmm. for nation building, for social cohesion. Mm -hmm. So humanity has this weapon in her head uh, to to build, to heal, and do all the things which um, are positive and progressive in the world. Mm -hmm. We are in South Africa, as uh, uh, as you know, that uh, we are in schools, uh, with the 25,000 schools we have in South Africa, uh, we have a program where we've covered quite a number of them uh, in, you know, distributing the ideas in our book, which we call the Passport of Patriotism, mm-hmm. where people are taught about the national symbols, the national signs, uh, the national anthem. We have the AU anthem now so that uh, South Africans have these things which are dear to them and which will take us to engage and embark on a a very consistent program, which uh, we are doing. And we are doing that uh, so that uh, 
as we say we are in the process of forming a nation, this nation must have certain things which are dear uh, to it. And uh, that program is continuing. That's why I started earlier on by saying that uh, the young ones in, in, in primary schools and so on uh, are ahead of uh, most of the adults in, the, in this country because they sing the AU and then they know the signs and symbols of the continent. They, they are starting to understand the continent because our people have never been taught of their history, mm-hmm. the African history, the South African history. And they would know uh, more about the European history than the South African history. Mm-hmm. Now, we, uh, since '94 have been trying to undo that uh, by ensuring that people, in the true sense of the word, uh, understand who we are, uh, as Africans and who we are as You know, I'm very passionate about the arts and I, I've always thought that um, I suppose that the, the, when you look at the US, the most of the GBT, the arts contribute so much to the GDP and I was wondering how we can advance the economic potential of the arts to stimulate entrepreneurship firstly uh, and, and maybe creating job opportunities. Well, you know, it's so amazing that uh, on this aspect of uh, economic development because when we say that part of our objective is to unleash the economic potential of, of this very important sector, mm-hmm. we did our national mapping study uh, last year, 2013-2014, and we were pleasantly surprised uh, to, to learn that arts, culture, and heritage sector contribute uh, 90.5 billion rands into our GDP. Mm. Now, I was saying that something is wrong. Either was not been able to appreciate the role of uh, this sector in our economy, in our lives, or we just been uh, ignorant mm. uh, about uh, what this uh, sector is doing in our lives. Mm. In fact, even beyond uh, the economic contribution, arts and culture is with us every time. Whether we're happy, whether we are sad, um, anything you see movie has an art mm. and cultural aspect on it. So the centrality of this sector in the life of humanity makes it to be so important that people do not... Um, are not able uh, to measure its uh, impact in society. Mm. Yet, in most cases, its impact is intangible uh, because it represents those intangible values. Um, it's not something you'll see. When Matiba spoke about the RDP of the soul, for instance, mm. uh, he was speaking precisely to what we are about because the, the moral regeneration movement as well is part and parcel of this whole human being. Because a human being cannot be complete without those very important intangible values, uh, with those uh, spiritual growth, with that intellectual uh, growth and so on and stimulation. Uh, you, you then have a, a human being as a whole. But 
Uh, if you look at it only from a very narrow materialistic perspective, mm. then you don't have this whole human being. That includes um, the speech of Ubuntu, its principles of caring and sharing, mm-hmm. uh, are part and parcel of what broadly within the, the sect of arts, culture, and heritage, uh, we are charged with the task of ensuring that uh, we indeed uh, lead that particular aspect. So it's a very deep and broad area of uh, humanity's existence. And, and there is potential to, to, to creating job opportunities and, you know, and, and stimulating entrepreneurship. But Minister, you mentioned earlier that you, you had a consultation with your counterparts from different parts of the continent, which, which made me think of how we, how we can use the bilateral agreements that we have to, to create markets for, you know, for, for exchange, um, create markets for, for them in South Africa, but also create markets for us all over the continent. Uh, are there thoughts towards that? And how do we tap into it as just everyday South Africans, as citizens? Well, um, we, we have almost uh, uh, many of the countries uh, in the world today, starting from uh, our continent, where we have agreements, uh, bilateral agreements, and uh, we have also uh, have had uh, joint programs mm-hmm. um, on all the genders of arts, of culture, and heritage. Ours is to uh, accelerate. The, the the outcomes of the agreements themselves, because uh, agreements are agreements. If they are not serviced, if mm. they are not followed up and given, mm. uh, they are not worthy of the paper they are written on. Mm. But I'm happy to say that uh, we have emphasized the point that we have uh, agreements and we have made uh, friends the world over. Um, but we have not done as much as we could have done, particularly uh, for the continent and particularly for BRICS member countries mm. as South Africa. And this is the, the, the line we are focusing on. Also not forgetting those uh, countries who contributed a lot in the liberation of South Africa. Mm. I'm thinking of countries, for instance, in the Caribbean, uh, outside of uh, the, 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 the continent, uh, small countries like Cuba, uh, but who contributed a lot uh, in our growth, in our liberation, and so on and so forth. We have those, and ours is to ensure that we take them to higher levels. Uh, because when it comes to Europe, for instance, we have these agreements, and we have had tangible programs uh, uh, to ensure that uh, indeed our agreements are not just agreements, but they are based on very, very uh, measurable uh, outcomes. And you're going to talk to us about those outcomes when we come back. Minister, please stay on the line for me. Take a little break and we're back talking to you after this. Otherwise, on SAFM. Yeah. My guest is Minister Nating Tetwa and we're talking Africa Month. 
We're talking tangible outcomes out of uh, Africa Month, in fact, Minister. I suppose it's too early to start uh, uh, telling us your successes during this month and uh, highlights of what you believe is 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 a a beacon to a way forward. Indeed, uh, it would be uh, difficult to do that at the moment, but I can see that the. Being an inaugural uh, Africa month, I think that uh, we've managed to do the most fundamental uh, aspect of it, and that is the uh, heightening of the level of consciousness about ourselves, our continent, and uh, our unity, what we need to do as uh, South Africans uh, going forward. Uh, other people um, or other institutions have been helpful. The media, uh, both electronic and print media, uh, have been helpful in ensuring that uh, indeed uh, our people are um, with us in this journey because this uh, shadow is going to be a long journey. Mm. A journey of uh, mass education, a journey of conscientization of society, um, to really understand that when we are said, because part of the reason uh, we coined the, the thing the way we coined it, you would hear, uh, and I like to make this uh, the example, uh, people when they are talking, uh, uh, that includes in some leaders uh, visiting elsewhere in the continent, maybe somebody went to Gambia or went to Mozambique and so on. And when they're talking, they'll tell you, I, I was in Africa last week. <laughs> yes. And they say, hey, Africa, but where were you moving from? Where did you come from? Mm-hmm. And so on. It, it's, a, it's a question of mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and it will need consistent, persistent, uh, and patient uh, in, in, in putting across uh, the, the message that we are Africa. We're not going to Africa. When we are elsewhere in the continent, we are Africa. And the thing, further, uh, as you say, say that uh, opening the doors of learning and culture from Cape to Cairo, mm-hmm. the aversion of the thing uh, says that Africa unites for peace and friendship. Now, these two uh, relate to the Freedom Charter, mm-hmm. uh, which um, is this, this lodestar, star, uh, which anchored even the Constitution of the Republic of South Africa today. It, it's the DNA of uh, the progressive South Africans, peace-loving South Africans, who were part and parcel uh, of embracing this very important uh, uh, document and perspective. But beyond that, um, the, the Freedom Charter is not only for the people of South Africa. Uh, the principles uh, it, it espouses are the principles which people all over the continent and the world over would want to identify with. We further see that a better Africa, a better world, because we are Africans first and foremost before we are South Africans. And we are the citizens of the world because uh, our world is 
interconnected. Uh, whatever happens in South Africa uh, would affect someone elsewhere uh, in the world, whether in Europe or in Asia and so on. So we are one humanity, and therefore it becomes important that whatever we do, we think of the next person, because our struggle for justice and, and social progress has been the struggle of humanity as a whole. And that's why we are emphasizing the point that uh, we can never be uh, confined by national borders. These national borders uh, do not define who we are. We are people. We are one people. As uh, we have said on Sunday, that uh, it's one Africa with one destination with the entire world. Minister, what's our call to action now? Where to from here? There are other people that are feeling excluded from the, 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 this whole African renaissance or cultural renaissance, if you like, uh, as a spouse, I suppose, in the African Charter. But what's our call to action, especially to those people who feel, I, I suppose, nationally, I, I remember when you had the breakfast last week, somebody called in to say, I'm white and I don't feel like, uh, I'm, 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 you know, I don't know what to do where I fit into this whole um, we are Africa thing. So I think between now and the next uh, date of the 1st of May, um, you need to direct us. What are we expected to do as citizens to continue what we started? Well, we can take you from uh, the the message uh, from our president uh, on the 24th Sunday uh, when we're in Mamilodi that uh, let us identify ourselves with our own continent. Let everybody, young and old, first and foremost, know the color of Africa, the color of AU, the flag of AU. Must understand what the anthem of the of, of the national anthem is all about. Um, and let's talk about this because we take for granted that everybody identify himself or herself with the national anthem. Mm. Uh, let us understand the, the AU anthem. All these signs and symbols are the cement which is going to bind all of us. Uh, let us heed the call when we say we are going out, we want people to come and celebrate with everybody. Uh, South Africans should not feel alienated from that because we've been on this road for the past 21 years. There is no need for anybody now to fear anything because in 1994 uh, there was a a, 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 a sort of mentality which was preached amongst people, especially our white compatriots. Um, and it's 21 years down the line. Nobody has been held into the sea. All of us are here. This is our country. The Freedom Charter stated categorically that South Africa belongs to all who live in it, black and white. Mm. And there is no need, really, uh, to fear each other. We must make and, and, and take deliberate steps uh, to come closer to one another uh, because there are many things which uh, we can use which unite us and, than those which divide us. Our past is our past. Uh, 
we are in the future now. All of us were pursuing a vision, 2030 vision, in the National Development Plan of South Africa. Mm-hmm. It talks about growth, it talks about the, uh, the prosperity, about progress, about non-racialism, non-sexism. We all agree on that. What we then need to do is to move and realize that, all of us. Nyambos, Sbongi Lepute. Hopefully we continue this conversation um, again at, at, at a future date. But thank you so much for making time for us. My pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. That is the Minister of Arts and Culture, Minister Natin Tetwa. I invited you to call in. And, of course, um, you know, we didn't have the time, I suppose, to take your calls. But uh, we'll, we'll invite him again for a larger discussion.